Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. A new chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, she's with him today. (laughs) (laughs) Something good for ya. All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. And I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and across the table from me, not quite six feet, but oh fucking well, <laughs> is Captain Nunn. I hope we're bringing some good stuff for you guys. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And don't worry, we'll go ahead and say this up top. This is not going to be a virus cast. No. But at the same time, it's like, how do you avoid it? Exactly. It's like, how can you not, you know, it's like the 500-pound gorilla in the room. Yeah, so. so. But it's just, it is different now because, like, lately I've, since we're not out playing shows or anything like that either, it's just like I'm not having to worry about one thing to, um, um, plan ahead for anything like that is kind of like kind of gives my brain a little bit of a break but at the same time i'm getting the creative juices flowing again just for like future uh projects and things like that so it's like something else breaks down you fill uh fill the void with something else oh absolutely and and even with all this i've been really kind of brainstorming just kind of thinking of different things that we can kind of do so it's like usually this is about the time we throw it to the maverick minute but i mean Again, nothing's going on. <laughs> nothing's so. really going on. So. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> but um, I do. Uh, we've. Are, I kind of promoted on our uh, Instagram and Facebook a little bit, but I do definitely want to throw this up here up top about the voicemail hotline segment. I think that's going to be something really good to bring back, especially now. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, like you know, it's it's definitely going to be cut down on maybe the amount of guests we have. We you might. Know, we definitely want to do maybe yeah. some Skype you know conversations or some shit like that but But now we got some free time to do the podcast more often and uh who's kidding who you got nothing better to do call us and leave us a voicemail give us a topic that's right (laughs) join the fun and that phone number is 513-463-SGFY-7439 but 513-463-SGFY call us any time of day any time of night it does not matter it doesn't ring it just goes straight to a voicemail inbox where you leave your name, where you're calling from, and just remember anything you say on the voicemail can be used on the show. So, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you call in drunk or stoned and say some stupid ass bullshit, we still going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, make it more make it as drunk as you want to be too. We ain't scared. <laughs> but yeah, just spam it around, send it to folks, be like, "Hey, call this podcast phone number and just have people leave voicemail messages. We'll go through them, we'll play them and we'll have some fun with it." And we 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 did that earlier on, but it's like I did we didn't have the audience you know it's like we still right. don't have the audience but it's like now there's a reason to have it exactly <laughs> <laughs> now let's get more involved i want to take uh do more with this as much as possible now that we've got the time for it and uh i don't know there's just a lot of i imagine a lot of big podcasts are just like blowing the fuck up right now as a result 
Yeah, and I mean, I think there's just a couple different ways that, you know, we can go about this, you know, and I definitely want to create more content through here, and, you know, that's one, and, you know, getting other people involved, you know, not really just having it where it's like, you know, ooh, we're jumping on, you know, something, where right. it's like, you know, we, we want to, we see people, you know, quarantined to their houses and shit, so it's like, what's a way that we can reach out and, you know, get people involved with the show, you know, we've got a hotline number, let's bring that shit back. Exactly, when we got the... Um, and we got the technology for it. Like the good thing about being where we are right now is like y'all can get involved with us. Yeah, and at some point, I'm we're trying to work it out to where I can do uh, we can do live streams. Um, I'm just having a fucking bitch ass time with this uh, <laughs> HN4 or H4N rather. We're having the uh, realization that we need upgrades. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, my main issue is I can't get the uh, USB interface to work. I can't get any e- either computer to recognize that it's plugged in. And it's like I've downloaded the drivers, I've gone through all the different troubleshooting of have it turned on and then plug it in or you know, have it turned off and then plug it in, you know, shit like that and none of the combinations work, but it's like to a way where if, when I plug it in through USB, I can have control over this, output it through mono and have it you know, play right. through with the way it's set up now. You said it was like stereo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's stereo, and with the way this thing records, that means when people listen to it, it's going to be all me and left ear and all you and the right yeah. ear. But, you know, when I go to edit it and mix it, I split the two channels and compress them and do all the other shit, too. That's only cool if you're listening to, like, Led Zeppelin songs on your headphones, not with (laughs) us two assholes talking. (laughs) No, you don't want a stereo live stream. You want to be able to have the freedom of if you just listen to two people talk, you know, to be able to just hear one earbud. So What if I just want to sit down and just hear myself talk? (laughs) Talk to your damn self. (laughs) But, yeah, so... I'm just trying to figure out that damn interface and it's just not working right. And then it's like, I go, all right, fine, fuck this. I'm just going to get a mix board then. And I start looking at the mixing boards online that have like, you know, the amount of inputs that I'm kind of looking at like, okay, if we're doing an upgrade, let's at least get, you know, this many channels. And I start looking at the price of those and then I look at the Zoom H6 and I'm like, uh, it's only like <laughs> 50 bucks more. Oh, God. <laughs> With the digital mix, though, um, what are the uh, pros and cons of that as opposed to like the H6? The H6 is essentially everything the digital mix mixing board would want to do, but then we can also still use it as the podcast recorder and still have more people on the show at the uh, same time. So, yeah, an all-in-one is not the worst idea ever. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see what happens at Zoom's. Wanna? <laughs> they have no interest. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Still, the stuff rules. Anybody wanting to start a podcast? I did see a payment plan through Amazon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how that works. Because it's just the way I'm looking at it is like, if it's like that'd be an upgrade. That way, you know, we can have you know bigger episodes in the future with more guests and more microphones and all that fun shit, and actually be able to mix it properly. <laughs> yeah. And. If this virus bullshit continues on, you know, being able to have a better mixer and be able to mic up different things, like actually have like my vocal go through the, you know, mixing board and all this other shit that way, you know, because the last live stream was okay, but you know, we could definitely do better. Yeah. So it's like to be able to have that freedom and that availability, I'd like to be able to do that. It is time. It is one of those deals where it's like, yeah, that moment where it's just like, it's 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 got to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, no. It's those moments where it kind of kicks you in the gut for a little bit, but you know it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, I've had that with like guitars. I've had that with fucking 
like string upgrades, just any kind of like gear upgrade and stuff like that. It's just it's necessary. So how's how's work been for you guys? Has any has any of that kind of changed? Not at all. Well, other than the fact that we're the only uh, we're the only department that's over there now, but that's been the case for like the past few days. But everybody in the department's still there. Same hours. I mean, as long as FedEx is still running, we're still running. So it's just business as usual on our end. Yeah, that's the way our place is working. It um, in order to keep people from be, uh, losing out completely and trying to keep as close as to their hours as possible our warehouse still has more than 10 people at at a time. So the way they're doing it as you're working in three day shifts, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So it's like three days on one day off, three days on like six or seven days off. And then three days on one day off, three days on big schedules just fucked. (laughs) And and it's just going to be that big hopscotch back and forth until it's done with. So it's like, haven't done that with us yet i'm on my off week where it's like i've got my uh thursday friday saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday off but then i do my big bulk thursday friday saturday off sunday monday tuesday wednesday but then i've got my thursday through wednesday off again still well i still like so many so many hours so many days in a row well i guess i do i was i did runs like that for a little bit yeah years ago work anytime we get a big order there's usually like days like that yeah and it's like even though it's like when they brought up the possible saturday thing my initial thought was like no <laughs> the one thing i've always but. said is i need my saturdays and that went uh my Saturdays are open now. Yeah, so. my Saturdays are the same thing. Or my fucking Tuesdays now. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? As long, if you can't go out there and make that money, uh, make that money, man. But uh, oh yeah, uh, I'm thankful to have it still. But it just feels just normal way it is right now. Just business as usual. Other than all the other, uh, uh, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of uh, sitting around and uh, keeping up with all these live streams. Now that you mention it. Uh, like on Instagram and things like yeah. that. And I've thought about something before we started rolling with uh, like, particularly with the Eddie Spaghetti uh, live streams, how that's kind of like a quality one because he gives you a story behind the song and then plays the song for you and keeps the tip jar out and everything too. But then they're like, uh, you know, amateur, you know, live streams and stuff like that that are going on, that are going on right now too. I'm sure the quality ones will get better as the weeks progress. And I'm wondering if it catches on even a little bit, how that will affect uh, touring going forward. Where prior to this, the only way anybody made any money was going out and touring. And now you've got possible outlets. We'll see results here before too long. Like, like I said, some will be better than others. I don't know why I'm still on this live stream kick as far as like <laughs> where the future of it is, but it fascinates me. Well, the thing is too, is like, whoops, is, um, there's so there's different kind of tiers to it so the live streams the only at least the one only one i've seen that's been like really really good that that involved a full band was dropkick murphy's yeah they had like a whole like professional setup and it looked i guess they they must have filmed that like months in advance of this no really they filmed that live with like had the pro camera crew and all that with trucks and all that oh yeah you can do that stuff live I guess this was before it all got real. They probably booked it for a live thing anyway. I was right before it got real serious, where everything got locked I th- down. Too, like, though, I, wasn't I, like it? dead serious. I think that was like a legit music venue. 
It looks like it. So they were probably playing a show there anyway. I don't, I don't know the history on it. They were probably playing a show there. Because I remember that it did look really good. They had the whole like truck set up. Yeah, so they probably had the show booked there to begin with. And instead of just canceling the show, they just said, okay, no one's invited, but we're going to play there anyway and then stream it online. Okay. Because it had like the whole intro and all, I, I watched like the beginning of it. I'm like, this looks like this. There was a lot into it before all this happened so i was curious about that yeah that's that's probably what happened i'm not speaking with any authority on it but just kind of like guessing if there was like that much to it but it's like there's the only there's the only one that really sounded and looked that great uh you throw out the eddie spaghetti one his is live streams he's been recording those and then uploading right but like so that's why you're getting like a really good quality out of that True. So that's like pre-recorded, you know, so it's like the video is like crystal clear. He's probably got an external microphone capturing the audio and then, you know, syncing it up with the video. Well, my point is that um, since Instagram and Facebook are like the main outlets of, you know, live music, quote unquote, for the next couple of weeks anyway, if uh, Instagram picks up steam as far as, you know, guys like Eddie Spaghetti or like, uh, I guess, Tuck does, Smith does the same thing with all his acoustic performances, yeah, where it's like has the pro equipment. I think I saw Tyler Bryant do the same thing, where he's just recording just whole songs and just putting it out mm-hmm. with like high def, like camera equipment and shit like that, too. Yeah. So I wonder if, if that catches on in the next couple of weeks, if that'll help uh, with uh, everybody's touring schedules going forward. If the, you can know. monetize off of it, especially if it's like new material and stuff like that. I don't think you can really monetize off of it more than it just keeps you relevant. It'll definitely keep you relevant. And I guess that's with a lot of musicians more important than anything. Yeah. I mean, you kind of say it in a, we, we say it kind of in a joking way, but at the same time, I mean, there's so much truth to it. It's like during all this, if you're a big time touring band and you're not putting out stuff online right now, you know, outside of your diehard fans, you're going to lose. You lose relevance. Yeah. Out, again, outside of your diehards that are going to follow you regardless. So it's like Kiss immediately was smart. As soon as that tour got pulled, they started posting um, uh, Facebook ads, uh, pushing like merchandise and stuff, but using like vintage Kiss clips, like the Tom Snyder interview. I haven't seen any of these. That's weird. Yeah. So it's like uh, they pulled like the entire Kissology Tom Snyder clip uh, with like Ace, you know, acting all loopy and shit. But it was like promoting just their merchandise and shit like that. It was right shortly after uh, Dates started getting canceled. Okay. So it's like they were immediately on it. They're like, all right, here's video clips you want. Buy merch. <laughs> Everybody's just like, fuck it at this point. Here's everything. Yeah. <laughs> and we hadn't seen those in a while now since it's gotten like so. It's gotten more severe. This was as soon as it hit, and they were just a lot more, you know, all right, well, fuck it. You know, we'll do this instead kind of thing. Yeah, and everybody's just kind of like figuring it out now. Yeah. So, all right, what can we, what can we reel back? What can we monetize off of and things like that? Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this today, that means, which I'm doing like the fastest edit on this tonight. That means just compression. Intro music, outro music, done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you are listening to this, listening to this today on Friday, that means our new record, Never Heard of Them, is out everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, 
Shazam, <laughs> fucking Pornhub, X- no. Xbox Music. <laughs> fuck it, I'll put the album out on Pornhub. I don't give a fuck. That's where everybody is Best right now. Best tunes to fuck your girl too. We'll probably have more uh, streams on that than than YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, I would tell. I would do that. I think Wheeler Walker Jr. did that, where like he posted his uh, he debuted a video on Pornhub <laughs> for that reasoning. He's like, everybody's wa- getting up in the morning and watching that anyway. I'll just pump it through there. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. Because <laughs> his songs are about titties anyway. Yeah, so he probably had titties in the video. So that's pretty much the only place I'd ha- host it. <laughs> yep. I think Romstein did the same thing a few years ago, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> we have no reason to do that. But yeah, check it out on Spotify. That's where we're really pushing people to check it out, too, because we really want... Uh, we, we, we actually like Spotify. Well, a lot of people don't like Spotify, but we do. <laughs> we, it's we relevant. Support, we support it. We like it. No, I like. Um, I want to thank everybody that uh, did all the pre-orders oh, uh, for the vinyl, too. Absolutely. And uh, congratulations to the winner of that record. It's going to be sent out to you very soon. Of course, again, this virus is kind of, you know put a hold on operations <laughs> well, that's why we're at the mic show and that's why we're at the microphones and not at work or the post office or playing shows <laughs> god i know I'm, at some point i will get together like a bunch of like we've gotten a handful of other merch orders out and you just get together and we just need to make a quick run at some point that's an essential that's post office they can't say shit to us Right. Well, you kind of feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel now that you're seeing everybody like rescheduling their dates. Now there's like confirmed like rescheduled dates online. Yeah. And it's mainly because, you know, they're just saying that this is going to die out within about a month or so. So might as well go ahead and uh, get the paperwork started. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, hell, I'll, I'll do a deep dive on uh, what I've been listening to this week. We can make a long form version of that. What do you say? All right. Go ahead and break into the segment, or <laughs> I mean, like we don't have to do that. But oh, okay. I don't know. I, th- I don't know how this happened, but my whole f- soundtrack to this whole thing has just been the damn for some reason. All right, yeah. Let's let's kind of go through that one a little bit. What what's what sparked that one in you recently? Because actually, I'll, I'll throw a little bit of backstory. I remember showing you the damned. It's like years ago now. Yeah, pretty early on, and you joined in the band. Um, because when you joined on. I was definitely listening to a little bit more punk rock than I was now. And I don't remember what it was, but something just hit me where I was going through a damned phase. It was really digging into theirs and kind of finding records that I liked and everything. And I I sent it your way and you're like, oh yeah, I had heard of these guys. And then even a few years ago, like maybe a year or so ago, I still played you a few more things and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I had like one foot in, one foot out because they had so many albums and... Uh, I don't know. I would, was, wasn't into like synth or like goth or anything like that. Yeah. Or, and still really not to an extent, but now that I've spent some time with like all the quality records mm-hmm. and I've kind of like uh, gotten to understand like the history of them and things like that, everything just started making sense. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, okay, now I get it. With like uh, Vanian's uh, gothic approach and uh, the punk rock background and Rats Gabies, the way he plays and how musical they really were. Oh, yeah. Because when I first started, you know, giving a shit about them and checking them out or whatever. This was like when I was trying to figure out my uh, lane as a bass player. Right. And all the bass players they had kind of had that really musical, like, but uh, guitar player uh, approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the bass guitars, but still very melodic. And and I guess the reason I've been getting into them, like, 
so much lately is like as with the songwriter approach because they wrote like great songs and great oh, albums yeah. to where like great I'm listening melodies. to great melodies and I'm sitting with the punk rock approach and everything too and I'm sitting here going like how are they not in the same conversation with Pink Floyd and the Who as far as like the greatest British rock bands that aren't the Beatles and the Stones yeah they, they really did just fly under the radar with all of that I mean they're, they're very well respected they're well renowned I mean, but it's that's like about they, it yeah and it's like when they come to the states you know they, they play a packed house you know it's like I saw them down at um, Masquerade in, right, the, in but, the big room but those are like the only places they can play in the states Oh, yeah, and, and it was a short run. I mean, anytime they go to the States, it's maybe for like two weeks at a time, and then they're jetting back home. And I'm sure they do much, much, much better business in Europe than anything. Oh, absolutely. And the States runs are usually like, what, once every couple of years or something like that? Usually closer to Halloween because they can push the whole spooky Halloween thing a little bit better. Right. And I guess uh, I guess started embracing that the spooky gothy side of things when i started listening to strawberries a little bit more because that's just kind of all over the place yeah that was that's still one of them i hadn't really been able to dig into so my history with the damned was i would of course as a kid you're just kind of subjected to whatever your parents are listening to and mom had her collection of rock cds her collection of punk cds and her collection of like i kind of lump it all together like disco in 70s and 80s new wave pop right so just anything kind of techno techno or didn't have like an actual drummer you know so, so i'll just kind of lump all that together so right. she, she had like those three combination of cds and in that last combination she had uh the damned phantasmagoria so that was your gateway album so but here was the thing though since it was lumped in next to duran duran Depeche Mode, which it totally, Abba. which totally fits. It does. So she knew what she was doing with her little collection of you know mix CDs and whatnot. But like because that was mixed in with that, the little rocker in me that was slowly emerging was like very rebellious against that. And then she was like, "You need to check out the Damned." And I remember thumbing through a CD collection and seeing the Damned. I was like, "Okay, I grab it. <laughs> I run around my room and it's Phantasmagoria." And I put in the first song, and I'm like, I remember this. This isn't punk. No, this isn't. No, no. 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 This is not punk rock. This does not have any loud guitars on it. Yeah, so I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? What's the first track on it? Is it Street of... Street of Dreams. Is it Street of Dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Love that song now, but, but it's like... As I'm like listening to the Ramones and Sex Pistols and Misfits and all that shit, and she goes, "He's like, what this?" And she huh? goes, "Listen to the Damned," and I pick that up, and I'm like, "No, what the fuck is this?" And then as I got a little older, I heard the first record and Machine Gun Etiquette, and, you know, and all this other stuff. That was, was so good like, too. And I'm just like, "Oh, now I see what she meant." <laughs> I think uh, Machine Gun Etiquette's definitely. Uh, after strawberries that's my other favorite one all the yeah, way through i was gonna say yeah, i really like that one I, i'm really weird sometimes when it comes to bands especially you know coming at a band like that like the damned you know because so they have late so many the game they have so many phases they have so many uh they had so many lineups and so many different fucking songs too and and, and that's the main thing is like 
because of that, exactly what you were saying, sometimes it makes it a little bit hard to really pinpoint, you know, a good era to really start listening to. Sometimes left field, damned, it's about like Rush, where it's like Rush and left field is somebody's best version of Rush or the damned or whatever. And and same thing kind of happens with me. So it's like, of course, first album, damn, 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 that's good. Machine Gun Etiquette. Phantasmagoria. Just skipping over the second album. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> but then uh, Phantasmagoria, because it's like I still hadn't really dug into Strawberries too much. But then Grave Disorder, it, people say that's like damned light, but I, there's a handful of tracks on there I really like. like Is that a, the one with the, Eloise on it? or? Uh, no. Okay, I haven't listened to that yet. Let's see, Eloise, which one is that? Eloise. What? <laughs> it's a good song. It is. Thank you. <laughs> I just said, you weren't ready for that, were you? I didn't know you were about to give me your impression of Eloise. Oh, yeah, I can't God. tell you what name what uh what the name of that album is, but I think it's I think it was a co- cover too, wasn't it? I'm, I'm it's hard to find it on uh spotify spot oh they kind of do the they're still doing that thing where it's like oh you got to renew the uh everything so we can carry this on our platform or whatever like licensing oh, rights oh, or whatever okay. it, it took me a second to follow where you were going with that um no it just i just have to click on each album and scroll oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why i was like this is this is taking a minute well i can also do this stand elements i'm sure this is you know uh, fucking, you know, amazing. Just riveting. Listening. Just riveting. No, I'm up through, uh, once I keep revisiting her strawberries, uh, black album, machine gun etiquette, and haven't done a deep dive into phantasmagoria yet. Yeah. I know that's your, is that your favorite one? Just because that was the first one or no. And that's kind of what I was going to get to is like, so after that, and by the way, I couldn't find it. I think it might've just been a single. Okay. Um, but yeah, after Phantasmagoria and then a handful of tracks on Grave Disorder like Democracy, um, She, uh, Amen, that's really about it, honestly. Okay. It, there's still some good ones on there. My favorite album is So Who's Paranoid. Okay, I haven't listened to that yet. That was, that, And that one came out in 2008, and there's just a bunch of good songs on that record, and there, there's 16 tracks on this version, and it's okay. got, and it's got uh, three bonus tracks, though. So, And they still sound really good to this day, too. Still, from what I've seen online and stuff like that, really great live band. How was it when you went and saw them? Still pretty good, pretty, pretty solid live. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, Owen and I ran down and uh, saw them in Atlanta. And like I said, we saw them at the, uh, the big room, and... It's, the Sonics were still great. They had a good tone to everything. Just it was all it was very much still together. very dialed in. Yeah, and it was kind of like when we saw Motorhead. It's like even though and this isn't anything on Vanium because Vanium was still up there and moving around and just killing it. But like you know how Motorhead still had a certain aura and vibe to them when they were on the stage, where it was just like that alone was powerful. They could have been standing still and it still would have been powerful. Oh yeah, they didn't have to play. It's just like there's fucking Motorhead. That's how the damned kind of were. Where it's like when they were on stage, it was like one of those, oh, fuck, that's the damn. Where you're in the presence of greatness. That sounds a little extreme. I know, but but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do get what you mean. Where it's just like, it's like, oh, fuck, that's... 
that's Captain Sensible right there. That that's fucking Dave Danian, you know. It's just like holy fuck, and it's and then it's just, everything is just really good. Well, they're always a terrific live band. Like the one concert I keep like finding videos of that are really cool are like when uh, they got back with as the original lineup in like the early '90s with uh, the original guitar player and Scabies. Yeah. And Vania is just all dressed up like fucking like gothic Elvis. <laughs> it's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, and I mean he hadn't really deviated too far from that. I love watching that doc, and they're just talking about him like, so what is uh, what are y'all's thoughts on on uh, Dave's like? How is he as a person? They're just like, honestly, we have no idea. <laughs> we still can't get a read on him after forty years. <laughs> <laughs> he's a secretive man you gotta you gotta gotta go through that you know but with his bandmates for like that long well i'm sure it's like that's exaggerated but <laughs> yeah but still <laughs> go through bass play they went or they went through bass players like we go through drummers <laughs> ah! ain't that the damn truth <laughs> damn truth oh god here we go <laughs> and then it- I was saying the other night that I didn't realize that Captain Sensible was was like a legit British pop star for a minute. Yeah, he was. And you also kind of brought it up, which is just people just really don't talk about that. No. <laughs> just really don't talk about that. There's a point where he was more famous than his band. <laughs> <laughs> but we kind of uh, sidetracked that. What kind of made you dig back into it, though? Like what sparked it? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, actually, you know what? It was a podcast series where they're talking about it. Oh, the, uh, um, the no dogs in space started doing an episode on the damn. I've been doing right. that with like that entire series before that it was, uh, suicide. And he starts playing music from the first album and with all the context, it makes everything much I more see interesting. How it is. Marcus Parks tells you about it and you're interested. But when Alex Stiff tries telling you about it, no, no, no. Well, Henry I'm Rollins tried to tell me in the nineties, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Well, Henry Rollins tries to tell a lot of people a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Especially with his very, very obscure like African music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no thank you, sir. <laughs> I saw him uh, do a show uh, last last time he was in Charlotte. He did like the whole tour of like the sl- photo slideshow. Yeah, how was that? It was interesting. and I mean, I was, it was a two and a half hour long show, but it didn't feel like two and a half hours. I've always got that from because I've watched you know the long specials that get you know uploaded on YouTube and stuff of his um, his spoken word, and it never feels like it takes that long. Just because he's a good storyteller. Oh yeah, and uh, the podcast he did uh, for a little while, uh, Henry and Heidi, that was actually really good. Don't they still kind of do that like once in a blue moon? Every so often, a new episode will like drop in the inbox, and I'm like, ha. Just whenever he feels like it, like a year later. Yeah. It's like, like right as I was about, like, cause I was cleaning up uh, my podcast subscriptions the other week, even before all this broke out, I was just cleaning up already just digitally. And I was like, I don't listen to this show anymore. Oh, this doesn't do anything anymore. Do and I was about to unsubscribe from Henry and Heidi. Cause I was like, I already listened to everything on here like twice. <laughs> and they don't post anything anymore. I was like, I might want to listen to one of the other ones again. Some of them were pretty funny. And then, like, right after that, a new one came in. I was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, sw- yeah, I wonder if he's going to do more as a, resu- uh, as a result of all this. Yeah, fuck, who knows? <laughs> he always stays busy, so... If, he, if he's not allowed out of his house... <laughs> yeah, really. I'll listen to it. 
Well, like I said, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing on this. It's like, I don't want to say anything on the show just in case it doesn't come to pass anytime, you know, immediately. But it's like some of the past things that we've wanted to do, we kind of want to resurrect, kind of want to start taking things maybe in a semi-new direction with it. Maybe debut a few new things. Just play around with what we have for a little bit. Yeah, and just kind of play around with the formats of things. And not the format of the main show. The main show is never changing. But just like some extra stuff around the main show. We got all the toys. We just want to see what they can do. Yes, and and, yeah. And it's also just going to come out of not really boredom, but just the want to create. Yeah. You know? It's like, now now that I've got that downtime, it's like, I might do one of those YouTube videos just to see how the hell it turns out. And it's like, and I feel like I have the perfect topic for one, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to spoil it here. I'll tell, okay. you, I'll tell you off, um, uh, Mike. But it's like, because it's uh, it, it would be a music review. And it's because I was listening to it recently. And I was like, I wonder what other people have to say about this. And I looked it up. And the opinions of the album and some songs I'm sitting here going, really, really? That's what you got from it. <laughs> Interesting. Want, okay. So yeah, I'm definitely curious. You'll have to like, tell me when, all right. when this is done, but, and then there's like other things they would bring up and I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> that's what you took away from this. Well, not even you just took away from this, but like, that's the way you summarize this. Okay. My turn. <laughs> that was one of those where it's just like, I can totally do this. Oh, yeah. I was like, listen to this going, I'm like, all right, my turn. I'm going to do this now. It's going to be the debut. We'll see what happens. Isn't it fun when you just figured shit like that out? We're just like, I can totally do that. Oh, yeah. And I've even got like one of the, uh, I've got a little adapter coming just so I can like connect a good microphone to it so I can record a stream from my phone and everything. So we'll see how that turns out i gotta figure gotta slowly turn a corner of my bedroom into a video set now that get the background all looking right and everything it's like one corner of my living room uh, bedroom is gonna be all decked out and looking awesome and the rest of it's still gonna be (laughs) super plain yep (laughs) it's gonna have like all these cool ass posters and shit (laughs) no that's hilarious it should be fun though especially because like i said yeah i've kind of wanted to mess around with kind of doing that stuff anyway and it sounds like you're kind of working toward um i'm just writing well i was gonna say you're kind of working toward doing some more studio stuff too yeah talking with some folks about getting uh about uh recording any of the stuff i've been uh writing and arranging and stuff like that just for funsies and uh just trying to just build on my craft is all and yeah. i'll do that a little bit more with the studio once uh, we get all that booked mm-hmm Hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> and it's one of those deals where like I'm like trying to figure out like what are the guitar parts going to be, what are the bass parts going to be. Like I'm trying to like I'm like deep diving into like that mind frame now yeah. and just play with drummers and vocalists here and there. No, I mean, but but that's that's just kind of what happens. You know, we finally gotten it to the point where we played a, with a bunch of different musicians, and between us being in the rock world and then you being in the country world, you've dealt with a lot of different players, and you know. And that's why I just say players, not just drummers, but, you know, different musicians of all shapes, sizes, and forms. I found, I found uh, some of the more pro ones in town, I think, so that, that helps out a lot. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's one of those situations where it's like you're playing a video game, and you meet up with someone, and then they get added to your roster. Where, and then it's like all of a sudden you're trying to craft the thing you're trying to craft, and it's like, oh, shit, um, you know, Marcus, he's got... I don't, 
I'm stuck on that fucking name. He's got the album I'm looking for. No, it's like yeah, really. We know it's like you know Jimmy or fuck. That's your fucking Instagram name. I am so basic when it comes to names. Oh my god. But dude, face from this band plays yeah. like this, so I want him to play uh, this style on this song that I'm working on because he can do this, this, and this. Exactly. Or it's like you know, oh, I know a keyboardist. Now that I know a keyboard, you know what? In this one song, a keyboard would sound really good in it. So it's like you hear the, what this person can now do, and it adds it to your arsenal of a producer or as a songwriter. Yep, and it's, it's uh, more especially helpful if those key players learn how to sing and stuff like that, too. Like, if your guys can, like, harmonize and stuff like that. Actually, any musician out there, learn how to sing and harmonize. You'll get more gigs. <laughs> We're slowly getting better at it. We we start we so we start practicing it. Actually, we'll kind of dive into this some. When we started doing the felons, I feel like that's when I started improving as a vocalist because I didn't have anything else to hide behind. I didn't have loud drums and distorted guitar to yell at. And you actually had just, to sing. And the it was just the songs that we people, were doing too. It was just two people and two guitars. And that was it. And I think that's how I started picking up my guitar habits uh, back up after playing bass for so long. Yeah. So it's like through that, I feel like it kind of progressed me as a vocalist some. And then we started kind of practicing doing harmonies through that. So it's like on songs like Sleepy Vampire, you'd do harmonies. I Don't Want to Grow Up, you'd do harmonies. Yeah, trying to figure that out. Alabama started doing that the other night. Yeah. Well, actually, you started doing that pretty early on. I don't think I got good well i'm still working on it but figuring i didn't start figuring it out really until like recently yeah that's true but you you were still dipping your toe in it kind of you know attempting it and kind of feeling it out even then though right i like to one thing i've (laughs) been trying to figure out writing these songs is like if i actually have to go out and like do a singing voice where i have to find like my tone and stuff like that that's been kind of a real challenge lately where it's like oh i found a tone but is it the right tone and all that horse shit you think that's just going to come from singing at practice with loudness around I you? I thought about that, if we should get like uh, another mic set up, because we normally just have the one mic set up for Alex to do yeah. like lead vocals, but I think a second Mainly mic wouldn't hurt. Like we only have one stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get it. We can get, We're poor. <laughs> we, we can get a stand. <laughs> we can. We can. It's just one of those where I was just like, that's the main reason Just throw it why. over the wire and just have it like hang. <laughs> We totally could. <laughs> we really wanted to be cheap bastards. We about really it. wanted to. We could. <laughs> no, just uh, going to continue to work on my craft on that, and uh, <clears throat> to bring it all back around to the damned. Uh, playing bass along with those songs has helped my chops up quite a bit. With that, I love playing those songs on bass. I remember the first song actually that kind of grabbed you on that so I played you Billy Bad Breaks. Oh yeah, that was super were like, fun. Oh, the bass on that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I started trying to work those into like our songs and stuff like that, but I figured out where like the nice middle ground is eventually. Yeah. No, and, and I think you definitely did. And I don't think there was ever a time that you really overdid it. I don't think so either, but uh I, that was my aspiration with like damn stuff because like the bass players would I don't know how, but they had all of the room to just do what the fuck ever as far as like bass lead parts and stuff like that. I guess it's just how Scabies played or whatever that allowed for it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, kind of to bring it back to the beginning of this, it'd be cool to see the damned kind of do some live streams. I could, hey, I think some of these bigger bands should try to put some production value in it, and a band like that could totally 
you know, with like the right camera crew, with like they had the Dropkick Murphy set up, that would look really fucking cool. Oh yeah, no, I think that would be nice. Oh, what, the, what would the Kiss live stream look like? <laughs> Pre-recorded, then act like it's live. <laughs> <laughs> For doing Kiss Alive rules, why not? <laughs> no, th- those motherfuckers would pre-record it and then put it out as like a live video, but it's like the live video is just a live stream from a computer of the pre-recorded video already mixed and it's a pre it's a pre-made comment section just being cued oh, no, no, no. it'd be a real <laughs> comment section it would just be like it'd be like if i mirrored a youtube video in a live stream right because i could do that i could go live on my facebook and then just mirror a facebook a youtube video cool <laughs> yeah so it's like that that would just be the same thing they do it's just they would record it mix it master it do whatever and then just fucking i probably it. still watch it <laughs> just how because. you doing facebook land oh, i totally would too oh god i want to know how many people here are having a good time press the exclamation point i thought about that the other day like how many bands are going to be doing raps to their facebook audience like how you doing out there internet <laughs> i tried pulling it off some yeah but it's not actually you know the I uh, did see one band, I can't remember the name of it, but they're just like, uh, it was European band, uh, I forget what language they were speaking, but uh, he was like, da 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 Facebook! <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, let me hear ya! Yeah. And it's like you see all the hearts going. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. That needs to be like the Spinal Tap fucking internet video of that the the internet band that thinks they're cool <laughs> oh that would be so good though <laughs> god when i say hey you say yeah <laughs> hey yeah <laughs> and it's like the long ass delay he's like hey start getting lighter emojis <laughs> <laughs> all right before all this before all this uh ends let's trademark it now (laughs) (laughs) yeah one of the other things i've been doing uh just trying to have a little bit of fun is um doing a lot more on um our instagram stories yeah uh, get in uh tell us uh talk to us why don't you yeah and uh figured actually i'd kind of throw out a few of the suggestions that we've gotten here some of the actual suggestions because not the what about feet pictures or uh, let me see your butthole or uh (laughs) neither one of those have happened yet at all sir oh no i'm just going by like the extremes but you know you know how the internet is (laughs) oh you internet (laughs) oh you internet (laughs) it's probably weirder than ever right now (laughs) i know but just your examples i'm just like i just go straight to the most wild scenarios i know uh well jared uh one of them he threw out was uh do a never had a chance never heard of acoustic set <laughs> but, so we'd have to get mikey involved on that one okay i could plug in like get a little quiet clean bass tone or something like that yeah fill in the gaps but i'd have to play your pretty acoustic if you'd let me Ooh. <laughs> you look over at it you're like maybe <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely uh Let's see. Uh, uh, John Bowman said we should become camboys. 
See <laughs> what I tell you. <laughs> he would say that. And Tyler Reese said uh, we should all just circle jerk. You're getting on to me about being weird with the conclusions. It's exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but none of them were exactly what you said. <laughs> just as weird. But, but I posted those, so you should have known those were coming. Uh, Mike Williams, he goes, Mike, you should give lead guitar lessons. That'd be pretty interesting. That'd be cool. Then uh, Jared later on uh, also came back with, uh, if you've got studio footage or behind-the-scenes footage, do some videos. Behind-the-scenes stuff is always awesome. Uh, and that actually kind of... Do we have a lot of that? I don't have a lot of that. That we haven't shared? I, I, I have some stuff that posting it on its own wouldn't be interesting. Right. But like having it like as, you know commentary or you know kind of showing it along with people that would be kind of fun i'd have to kind of go through the archives of stuff i've got because i save almost everything onto the computer okay so it'd be more or less just me having to go through files find stuff that that would wind up being just me one afternoon in front of the computer and the webcam just kind of sifting through some stuff just have like interaction like uh who's this asshole or something like that no no like outtakes of like us recording music videos and stuff like that okay and like uh studio stuff like raw footage of that that's not chopped together from live right. stuff whatever we'll figure that out and then uh uh helena yeah is that correct i think it's it's either helena or helena now she, she said it correct one time and i've tried to make it a point to remember but i'm bad at stuff well, I got either one of those two right, unless I completely fucked up. <laughs> I'm hoping I got it right is what I'm getting at. Anyway, she threw out just a general Q&A, saying that we should do a Q&A session. I'm down. My question is, is do we really have that much that's not known that people want to ask questions about? Only way to, one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, probably ask, I'll probably get a lot of uh, silly questions. We know our uh, we know our. <laughs> our listeners yeah let's circle jerk <laughs> exactly it's just gonna be shit like models. <laughs> oh god yeah so i'll probably be doing a little bit more of those on there just kind of and it's fun it just gets people involved and you know kind of keeps traffic going and you know just people looking around yeah it's because that's probably like the main out again probably the main outlet for musicians right now just instagram and instagram videos yeah so if you want to join in on the fun on that i'm gonna try and keep that going for a few more days just asking other random shit on our fill-ins instagram page don't worry you're not gonna get my a to z or anything like that have i even seen a z band no one's even tagged me in anything it's just, they know i'm not gonna play along <laughs> it's like they, they just know they're just like as yeah, there's a, there's just no point <laughs> they're gonna get sillier and sillier as they go on too i got tagged in one but that was it which one did you get tagged in show me your performance photo or whatever <laughs> it's like okay did you do it yeah it was like instagram like tag shit oh gotcha yeah yeah still didn't think to tag me fine i see how it is <laughs> yeah you i know you wouldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> after i did it too i was just kind of like that was dumb <laughs> Mikey tagged you in that beer chugging one. I don't have any beer in the fridge. I don't keep booze in the fridge. Well, it sounds like something you need to fucking fix, doesn't it? I don't... You know what? I kind of like not drinking beer right mm. now. It's kind of like uh, with the quarantine, it's just kind of one of those that's like... Uh, stand in line in the liquor store. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't think I've even bought anything from a, a liquor store here in Charlotte. 
Really? Yeah, I've just since I've I get especially in the last few years I've hardly kept booze in the house at all. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. We also need to start changing that when we get people over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are always like, "You got a beer or something?" And we're like, "Uh." <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. I'll just keep a case just for like podcast shit. And uh, since but I. But knowing you guys, you're going to tear through it in a fucking weekend. <laughs> if I get like a 24 pack or something like that, that'll last us a couple of podcasts. Yeah. That's just, true. Since I don't drink during the week, anyways. Yeah. What kind of uh, started making you not want to drink during the week? Just feeling better in the mornings. Yeah. Even after like two or three. Like if I go out and do like open mic. Uh, house band shit on Wednesdays. I'll have like two or three beers or whatever. And even then, like getting up's just like, <laughs> and it's just like three, and it'd be like three Miller Lights or something like that. It's just called getting older, and your body's just done with like, or or yours just as a mindset are just done with like little things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's, it'd be like mild as hell too, but at the same time, it's just like, eh. I feel better. <laughs> Wonder if liquor liquor stores are still considered one of the necessities that still have to stay open. <sighs> liquor, tobacco, even though there's respiratory issues that come out for this through uh, the virus. Yeah, which is wild. Yep. I don't know. People got to calm down. <laughs> Y'all got to calm down. <laughs> Words from Captain Nunn. <laughs> Forgot what I was gonna say on that. Oh yeah. Um. Because one of the things is they were saying, you know, just like, you know, you everyone is like required to stay home at this point. If you're if you don't do an if you don't work for a non essential business and if you're not going out to like the post office or the grocery store or visiting a relative that possibly has the virus and you're attending to them, you could be like written up for a ticket or some bullshit, whatever it is. Did you see like any extra cops on the road today? I have not. I didn't see any cops today, and I saw like the same amount of you know comings and goings on the road as I have in the past week. By the way, it's been fucking great the past week or so. I've not I've enjoyed not having the traffic. (laughs) I've been getting to work on time. Oh no, the the last practice we had, or were we dropping off gear last time we went to the practice space? It was as the virus was kind of like dropping off. Yeah, we were dropping off some gear, and we get on uh (laughs) on one spot that's normally like packed to the gills with traffic that we forget about all the time. Yeah. This is as like the virus is kind of like in people's minds. It's starting to get fresh. Yeah. We're going down this way. It's just like, Oh, this, this isn't going to hit uh, traffic. Isn't going to hit us or anything like that. It still is like fucking backed up. Yep. It is because the, well, actually the exit we would have taken was completely closed off. Guys, there's always something going on there. I know we're real specific with our geography. As, I, <laughs> as I'm talking about it right now, it's just like fuck. Not everybody that listens to the show lives in Charlotte. <laughs> well, we also don't want to give out our exact location either. It's just like some parts are like just never like some things just never change. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean we, we we listen to some shows and they go the hey down the road. You know, so it's like it's for the people at the table. It's like they and then the people listening understand the generalities of it. And they can relate. <laughs> yeah, but at the but back to what you were saying, it just hasn't felt any different as far as getting to or from work in the past week or anything like that. And I don't think it will be. People are worried about the whole martial martial law and all that bullshit. Well, I keep reading about how uh, since uh, New York City's been on lockdown that they've kind of been thriving through deliveries and things like that. Yeah, and I mean, same things happening here. You know, pollution's down, air quality's better. <laughs> yeah, and so I, re- I heard something about that in um, the canals in France. 
Is, oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know how they're like just dirty as fuck. Yeah. They're actually like semi cleaner now because they don't have all the uh, tours and shit on them. Isn't that crazy? Just kind of seeing how pretty everything's going to look before we just fuck it all up over again. <laughs> well, it, it is one of those things, and, and in no way, shape, or form am I um, downplaying or discrediting the severity of all this, and, you know, especially because people are, you know, dying from it. So, you know, in no way, shape, or form should anyone, you know, make light of any of that. But if we are to try to find any sort of silver lining in this, and especially for people that, you know, are still okay and, you know, and are at least taking care of their loved ones, which is this has caused us to slow down. Yep. It's like what I was saying earlier. It's just like, oh, I can take a break from not working all the damn time. Yeah. That's been kind of nice. It's like in in a world that was moving lightning speed, everyone, this happens, and all of a sudden everyone is forced to slow down. Yep. And figuring out if you already developing new perspectives and things like that too and figuring out what your next move is and and, and it's and because at this point some of the larger areas have been under quarantine or self-quarantine or you know whatever for a, longer than we have and just kind of seeing the way they're kind of rolling with it and the way we're going to wind up rolling with it I'm actually really curious to see what's going to happen on the opposite end of this. Not even just in a musical aspect, but I think everyone's battery is going to be recharged. I think so. I think the people that don't overly stress themselves out over this situation and, you know, completely, you know, ruin their mind frame and all this. I think the people that just take it a day at a time and keep their heads in and just find their own work they can continue to push themselves with that by the time this is all said and done those same people are going to be out there hungry with a vengeance and just ready to rock this shit because i know so many people that have very similar work schedules to what we have to where there are no breaks there are no days off you're doing 12 hours a day doing something yeah and yeah, I think uh, a little break from that, two two weeks or something like that. I mean, that's not going to be the worst thing for like folks, unless you're like not making money or anything like that. Yeah, and that's why I said, you know, I'm trying not to, you know, make it sound like, you know, oh, these people freaking out, you know, this is a blessing, you know. No, there are some people that are going through some extremely hard times, and I'm not making light of that. I'm saying that, you know, for the people that, because I've just seen a lot of, you know, creative people online, you know, taking advantage of this and spending it in a positive way. And they wasted no time either. No. Not at all. And that's kind of maybe the aspect I'm coming from on it. And you can't, and you have the time now. Just don't waste it. Get creative. Do something. Something's going to, your audience will wait you online and somebody's going to see it and like it. Yeah. Never know what's going to happen. And we'll see if uh, new business models as far as entertainment change afterwards. Yeah, really. So who who even needs an audience with some of these outlets? <laughs> <laughs> the wrestling, uh, the fucking AEWs, apparently getting great responses without having an audience. Where like WWE's trying to figure it out. I think AEW, like based on all reports that's I've heard, just, is that re- they figured it out. Wrestling to me just feels like that's such a sport or a spectacle or it is it a is perf- a spectacle where you or need a performance. The yes, that you need the it's a performance that you need the audience. And it feels like them doing that shit without the audience is just 
I've seen some of the clips. It is so weird. Have you watched like the talk show hosts or anything like that? Like yeah, I, uh, seen I watched any of the talk show. I watched uh, John Oliver do a bit without an audience, and it was brutal. I'm honestly waiting like another week or two, and then I'm probably going to see like it's going to probably just randomly pop up on my YouTube where it's just like top ten weirdest reactions to no audience on talk shows and <laughs> oh god and blah blah blah. I can't blah. wait to watch that. Yeah, you know Facebook is going to wind up having those being shared anyway too. Yeah. In the meantime, everybody's got people watching stuff about Tiger Kings and shit like that. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's going to be on my me. watch list. Well, <laughs> hey, it's going to be on my watch list, and who knows? It might tie into something in the future. You ain't going to tell me about it, are you? We talked about it this morning. I <sighs> theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But You're this- supposed to be my co-conspirator. You're supposed to be like, yes. <laughs> you hear that put that away <laughs> nah but this is fun we wanted to uh, get to the table and uh, keep you guys up to speed on what we're doing yeah and that's right about the time that I was thinking it was going to be anyway for us to kind of like I said just kind of give you a little bit of something we are recording this Thursday night which means you're going to be receiving this Friday morning still on time but hey because Alex does not sleep even when he has days off <laughs> well because days off don't mean I have days off <laughs> days off mean I get to do more stuff online and get to do more stuff for you guys you love it Yes, when it makes me money. <laughs> also that. <laughs> but we're not doing it for the money. Oh, we're no. Not, we're not doing it for the money, but hey. While, while this oh, shit's no, go- we're not. <laughs> while, while this shit's going on, I'm, a few bucks my way wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't think of an outro for you guys. I hope y'all are staying safe. Are we not going to dig into our Spotify playlist? I told you what I was listening to. <laughs> All right, what, what, all right, well, what has Alex been listening to? What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. <laughs> Go. <laughs> it's because Kevin's just like yeehawing rowdy cowboy ready to get out of here he's ready to watch more Tiger King I'm invested <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah 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 thanks guys I don't have an outro for you fuck off Alice start editing this shit get upstairs leave me alone I'm watching TV I was gonna give you a head start <laughs> <laughs> no I've actually uh, I've actually started digging back into social distortion a little bit more okay and um one that social distancing social (laughs) anyway (laughs) and uh an album that i loved when it first came out but then i you know those albums you just listen to too much yeah and then it's like you have to put it away for a long ass time and then it's like yeah and then it's like you still look at it even though you hadn't listened to it in a while but then it's like you look at the track listing and it's like you can immediately hear every song and you're just like "Ah, nah I have whole bands that are like that, like whole catalogs I have to like give a break to. And and this was one for me, and the record is uh, Sex, Love, and Rock and Roll. Okay. Uh, it came out in 2004, and there's just some bangers on this record. That's one I haven't done a deep dive on either. Dude, like seriously, there are some legit good, good songs on this record. Like, If you liked um, Hard Times and Nursery Rhymes, okay. if you like that record... It's that record with a little more attitude. Where like they get 
before they added like all the keys and before like Mike Ness really kind of leaned into his country stuff. Yeah. Well, no, it, he leaned into his country stuff in like the late nineties. What was uh cheating at solitaire? Late nineties. That was late nineties. Okay. So that was before this album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was before. Yeah. This was a good handful of years before this record. Gotcha. So, no, so, but, but this one still has a bit more of a harder rock edge to it than uh hard times inertia rhymes did. What were the lead? singles off of that one like what were the uh the do they have like any hits off of that one or like uh yeah um some of them that they played live uh reach for the sky okay uh don't take me for granted footprints on my ceiling uh angels wings okay uh yeah. my, but my favorite one on there was uh live before you die so it's one of the Again, I recognize all these songs. I just haven't done a deep dive on uh, on that album, but I definitely know those songs. So yeah, listening to it, listening to it front to back, it's just one of those where it's like I I don't skip any of them. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. And Faithless is another sneaky good one. That one's got some organs on it. It's a little bit of a slower one, but it's it's a sneaky good one. But I'm like you. I kind of like I go back and forth on Social Distortion, where it's just like I'll give them a break for a minute, then I'll come back. And it's been a while since I've gone down a Social Distortion rabbit hole. Yeah. So that's what the hell I've been listening to. <laughs> and again, guys, we want to get interactive with you all. I know a lot of you are stuck in the house. I'm going to be stuck in the house about a week at a time and then at work for a week straight working fucking 12-hour shifts. So it's going to get a little crazy, but... We still want to interact with you all, give you a little bit of chance to reach out and have some fun with us. So if you got some topic ideas, if you just want to say hi, if you got some shit to rant about, if you just if you got some shit to say, man, and you want to get on the show, we make it easy for you. We got a voicemail hotline. You call the 513-463-7439, aka SGFY. Call, leave a voicemail, do that shit, get on the show. Listen, Cap, do you have a fucking outro now? Yes, I do. Listen to the fucking album today. It's on Spotify. Never That's heard right. of them. That's right. Links in the uh, show notes and oh. all that shit. Too. Oh, oh, and uh, I had a video drop uh, earlier this week featuring myself on guitar with uh, Kelsey Ryan. We did a version of Jolene. It's on YouTube now. You can check that out as well. Oh, hell. Definitely do that. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you very soon. See ya.
been another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.